Moncrief on News Talk. As you may know, or perhaps you haven't quite noticed yet, the deposit return scheme launched at the start of this month, which aims to get people to recycle plastic bottles and drink cans. So how well is it working for some producers? Not so great. One craft beer company, for instance, says it may have to lay people off to comply with the new regulations. That company is Premier International Beers and its managing director will be well known to you. Dean McGuinness, good afternoon. Hello, Sean. Uh, uh, Right, now, as I understand it, is this the case that anything that the the machine will accept has to have this sticker on it or this symbol on it? That was the original plan. It has changed a little bit because of the way that they've launched it. But uh, basically, the deposit return scheme, for people who haven't heard about it, the idea is that you pay 15 cent on a can up to 500 millilitres and 25 cent on cans above 500 millilitres and the same with plastic bottles. And then when you return uh, the bottle or can, you get your deposit refunded so it's to encourage recycling Uh, there is a small logo which looks like an R with a circle with a couple of arrows Mm. around it and the requirement is that that logo be on every container or at least that was the original requirement Right. They uh, changed the rules about a month or a month and a half before they launched the scheme because they realised that they had registered a whole pile of cans that didn't have the logo on it. And now there are certain cans that you are being charged the deposit on that don't have the logo on it. And if you return those cans, you will get your money back, but the logo isn't there to let you know it. Okay, so how does it know then, the the machine? The machine does not read the logo. The machine only reads the barcode. The barcode the the logo is completely redundant. It is a picture on the can. At the moment, if the barcode is registered, you pay the deposit and you get your money back. If the barcode isn't registered, you don't pay the money and you don't pay the deposit back. And from May 31st onwards, every can has to be registered to be legally sold in the country. So you don't need the logo anyway. Okay, great. So no problem then. Would be no problem, except that they are insisting that the logo be on all products that are in the market. Uh, We import 40 uh, different products. And when we are approaching brewers and asking them to spend thousands of euros to change the design of their product and to print up between 250 to 500,000 to a million cans at a time for the Irish market, where we're buying a relatively small amount of of speciality beers, they're looking at us and saying, are you mad? Mm. Uh, This is absolutely crazy. When you... um, have a can, you'll notice that it, with most cans, the design is printed onto the can. Yeah. So uh, in order to change the design, you need to have an entirely new print run of cans and the minimum print run of cans used to be 250,000. Now it's typically between 500,000 and a million. And if you're bringing in specialty beers, it's going to be a tiny fraction of that. Mm. So you're asking somebody to change something and then to sell 90, 95% of that batch in another market and the cost of them changing it is probably more than the profit that right. they're making. Right, so yeah, they would be spending money, a considerable amount of money, to change the printing process just for the Irish market, which would be a tiny proportion of what they sell. That's it. Yeah. If, if you're Guinness or Heineken, and if you're selling millions of cans and you spend a few thousand euros on changing the design, then that gets divided into millions of cans. Yeah. And it's point no 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 one percent per can. Yeah. Um, but that is the top 10, top 20 products in the market. 
when you get down to the 600, 700 products that are in danger of being delisted from the market, uh, you've got a situation where it may just not be economically viable uh, to do it. And the solution they're suggesting is that we put a sticker on the can. Yeah. Which is wonderful because that means that the scheme that's designed to help the environment damages the environment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I see the point. Uh, Who would make these stickers and where would they come from? Um, It's a little bit unclear. Uh, Return was saying that they would supply the stickers um, because they're trying to have control over it. Um, It's uh, not uh, very clear at the moment as to how it's meant to work, but the idea is that um, typically uh, with a case of cans, now people would have seen this a lot before minimum unit pricing at Christmas time there were slabs of cans in the in the supermarkets mm. and people would pick up a case of 24 cans and the can would have a cardboard tray and plastic wrapped around it if you want to put a sticker on every can what you need to do is tear off the plastic yeah put a sticker on every can and then put new plastic on. So now now you've got twice as much plastic being used just because of the requirement to put a sticker on the can that is not required. The sticker isn't being used. um, At the moment, the system is working perfectly fine, completely ignoring the logo on the can. So it's it's, it's completely redundant. Uh, And have they given an explanation as to why they're so keen on having the logo there? Is this just marketing? They've described it as best practice now, I'm just back from Italy and I've spoken with a whole pile of distributors in other countries. And sometimes in countries like Estonia and Latvia and places like that, the people in industry are going mental because the rules that are being applied don't make sense and it, it's causing them to pull their hair out. Just because somebody is doing it in a different country doesn't mean it's best practice. If it's driving everybody mental in the different country, then it's not best practice over there. And copying what they're doing that's driving everybody mental is just going to drive people mental in Ireland. Yeah. In uh, Malta, they recognised this and they changed the rule. Now, the rule was meant to be if the can has the return logo, then you charge the deposit and you get the deposit refunded. If the can doesn't have the return logo, then you don't charge the deposit and you don't get the deposit refunded. For the transition period, the rule is if the can has the return logo, you charge the deposit and you get the deposit refunded. If the can doesn't have the refund logo, maybe you charge the deposit or maybe you don't charge the deposit. And if the deposit is charged, then you get the deposit refunded. But it doesn't really matter whether the logo is on the can. It all depends on the barcode. Oh, I see that perfectly clear, Dean. I don't know what you're complaining about really <laughs> there. Does, does the retailer know? If they if they should charge the de- uh, the deposit on on anything now, please everybody and I'm I am very much pro the environment. I want good things to happen to the environment. The philosophy that we have in our business is drink less, drink better. So when you're talking about reduce, reuse, recycle, we're focusing on the reduce side of it. Yeah. You know, we sell beers that are higher priced and people drink less of it. Uh, so instead of having six cans, people might have two or three cans in a night. So they're having mm. half as much packaging as they would with, with other stuff. If those cans are eradicated from the market, you're going to increase the amount of stuff that's on because the cans that are less are, are designed to be what are called sessionable beers. In terms of the retailers, please, please, please be nice to your retailers. There are a whole pile of lovely people that have just gone through the pandemic and had no end of grief because people were going mental during the pandemic. And now people are coming in, return are advertising that the can has to have the logo uh, for the deposit to be charged and return are telling the retailers 
dollars. In some instances, you need to charge the deposit where there is no logo on the can. And we're going to change that on the 31st of May. Okay. So people are getting grief in stores and the retailers don't deserve it. Yeah, Please and, and but do the retailers even know what they're supposed to char- when when they're supposed to charge the deposit if it doesn't have the, the return, uh, the, the logo on it? They're working on the basis that if they are charged by the supplier that they should be charging uh, okay. the thing. But uh, basically, even that is a little bit confused at the moment because uh, the suppliers aren't charging on certain products and the retailers have been asked... Now, this is another crazy thing. The retailers have been asked to do a stock count of every product in the country um, uh, that doesn't have the return logo on it, that is on one of the 300-odd barcodes that are registered where they've made their mistake. All you have to do is take away the requirement for the logo, make it optional. They've done it in Malta. Yeah. In Malta, they had a look and they said, this is mental. And the people in Malta seems, seem to have a little bit of cop on. And they said, when it's mental, maybe we'll stop doing the mental thing yeah. and just make the logo optional. It can be on as many cans as people are able to put it on. Uh, now, the, 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 obviously, as you, as you pointed out at the start, there's going to be international producers who just aren't going to put it on there, um, which leaves a... a, a which leaves you in the position if you're importing the beer, you're going to open up all these cans and put stickers on them and then put plastic over them, which is obviously going to cost your business money. For domestic producers of beer now, how is how is that? What position is that leaving them in? They have adapted things for small producers. Uh, so what they've done is they've said uh, they have what's called a domestic barcode and an international barcode. And right. the logic of the domestic barcode is that the product is only sold in Ireland. So then the deposit is charged and the money is re- refunded. And they've said um, in conversation with Return, they've said that they only want people to do domestic barcode products that would be their preference yeah but it's just not feasible for people to do domestic barcode products not only um uh for products coming in but also for small breweries now they have an international barcode scheme and when it's an international barcode the charge from return is three times the charge for the domestic thing they have reduced that for small brewers to be fair i'll, I'll take my hat off to to return for doing that uh, small mm. brewers are paying the the lower charge so they put the logo on the can and then they send it abroad but there are numerous schemes like this all across Europe and there's a number of different logos in different countries and basically people are very soon going to get to a point where they buy a product they won't know what it is because all they'd see is return logos on the, on the can and there won't be any space for the Ooh, brand can of return beer please yes. uh, they, uh, is there a sanction if you don't put the, uh, the logo on that? it is on the illegal can. to sell uh, the stuff so it is driven by regulations that have been introduced so you would be breaking the law and find considerable amounts of money if you don't put the logo or right. if you try to sell the product without the Okay, without the who would get fined in that? Would that be the retailer gets fined or the that, distributor or the producer? In, at the moment, the the, uh, the obligation is placed on the, um, the producer of the waste. So it would be yeah. the manufacturing company or the importer that's, yeah. that's bringing in the product would be fined. Okay, so that's, and, and in, in, specifically in your business, that this could like, it would cost you potentially tens of thousands of euro and maybe jobs too. The number four and the number five product in our business, we have been told by the brewery that it is not economically viable for them to do the number four and the number five product in our business. Uh, out of one, two and yeah. three, one of them is a can, the other two are bottles. Uh, so the volume that we're doing of our number four and number five product, it's not economically viable to get the logo onto the can. So that would mean if we wanted to continue bringing them in, we would have to hand sticker 300 
160,000 cans a year of just one product. So if you imagine picking up a product, putting a sticker onto it and putting it back into a case or alternatively spend a few hundred thousand on equipment uh, to do it. And even then there will still be an an additional cost. So the amount of money that it's looking like it it will cost us and we're a very small company is two jobs. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, basically about 20% of our workforce. Dane, uh, hopefully people will see sense in hopefully time. Hopefully they will cop themselves yeah. off. Yeah, thanks a million for coming in to us today. Thank you. Uh, uh, Dean McGuinness there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.